Hey, you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at the House of Blues in Anaheim with the Ghouls. What's your name? Robert Price. I'm Johnny. I'm Eric. Zach Volta! And what do you do all in the Ghouls? Um, I sing. Uh, I play the guitar. Drums. Zach plays bass. <laughs> so what goes into making a Ghouls song? Yo, basically what we do is... We argue a lot, and that just gets us more pissed to write more pissed off music, which ends up like turning out somewhat into a song, something into a masterpiece, or like, yeah, whatever. Usually, uh, the guys come up, like John and Zach live together, so a lot of times they come up with a lot of riffs and stuff, and then I'll write lyrics to that, and and Eric will add drums in, and it just kind of comes together like that. I was talking with, uh, what's your name again? Eric. I was talking with Eric earlier and uh, said you guys are driving out from, what was it, New York? Philadelphia. From Philadelphia out to California and then you're driving to Texas and then back to California and everything? Uh, yeah, but we're going up to uh, Seattle before that. We're going from Texas up to, I think, Seattle and Portland, coming back down to California. So who makes these tour routes? It seems a little odd that you'd be driving from, like, Philadelphia to California and then to Texas and Oregon and then back down to California, you know? Well, we only just started, we only just started in California, but um, I don't know, I guess whoever booked the tour routed it, it wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> the guys from Artists Worldwide booked the Exploited Tour, so I'm sure they had a, a good reason to do it the way they did it. I'm not, we're not really sure why, we just kind of follow along and show up when we're told to show up. Uh, well, my guess would be either they wanted to totally waste gas or they had no clue how the United States looked or something. <laughs> no, they, they live in the U.S. I'm sure they know how it looks. It might be because, like, sometimes you can't get a show on a certain night, so you got to reroute it um, to do the most shows in the, most, the nearest places to each other. And sometimes that just means you maybe do four shows back-to-back close to each other and then drive three or 400 miles and then do another two or three shows back-to-back. It's, uh, I know this tour was booked with maybe like a month and a half uh, worth of <clears throat> a month and a half worth of uh, time to do it. So maybe they just didn't have the availability they wanted. So are you going with the same lineup throughout the entire tour, or is it changing? Well, no. After um, after the halfway through the exploited tour, I plan on firing all the band members, and um, I'm just going to pretty much enlist whoever I can get. Uh, no, no, yeah, it's the same lineup. How do you feel about the lineup? It's strong! It's God, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, a, it's, a, it's my favorite one yet. What other bands have you played with? Um, my first band was called Apathetics Anonymous, but uh, you, they're, they're, <laughs> there's few people that know of, of that band. Have you ever played with Exploited? Uh, well, last night and tonight, yeah. What'd you think of the show? Uh, last night was a lot of fun. It was very dirty, though, and a lot, of, a lot of fighting, and a lot of drinking. It was a rodeo punk show. What state was this in? Uh, the same one. Was it Winchester? That's weird. Is it like the British Invasion kickoff show or something like that? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, kind of. It was. I mean, I guess this tour is called the British Are Coming, since there's technically only one British band on the tour. And really, if you want to get even more technical, they're from Scotland. So, but 
Uh, I guess it was the kickoff show because it was the first show. So, yeah. It's weird. Are they having a British invasion, or do they have this British invasion thing every year? No, they well they used to, and then the the right. Yeah, they were trying. They did, yes, and then uh, I guess last year the, there was uh, a lot of rioting during, and uh, they can't do it anymore, so they, that's they, that. So this is just uh, an exploited tour. Just a tour. tour. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they had to call it something different because of lawsuits and stuff from the riot last year, so now it's the British are coming. Interesting how it happened in California also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's way interesting. <laughs> So how did you feel about the show tonight? How do you think it went? Um, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Disneyland! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool to play. I don't know, I thought it was funny that like we're playing in Disneyland. I don't yeah. know, it seems kind of... I'm drinking my beer out of a Coca-Cola can. Disneyland! <laughs> I'm not... I'm only <laughs> and it's bad. <laughs> yeah, they served a bunch of underage kids beer in Disneyland. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're doing I, drugs with Mickey and Pluto and Goofy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of awkward because I was walking around the parking lot and there are all these little tiny kids that point fingers and say, Oh, that guy looks really funny. Just getting into another country here. Like, we had to go through two security checkpoints. They, like, searched the trailer. We had to get passes. It was almost as bad as going through Canada last year. No. Dis Disney should just turn us into a cartoon and then we could all work here and, uh, you know, just be hanging with Mickey and Minnie all day. I think with the way we look, I think... <laughs> oh, he's got a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse t-shirt. Is that what it is? Mickey, yes. fucking, Mickey fucking Minnie. Can, can we say that on this? Of course. Awesome. Yeah, Mickey oh. fucking Minnie. Mickey's penis is in Minnie's pussy. It's in her pussy. Luckily, the FCC is not listening, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fuck them too. Well, speaking of Canada, have you guys ever gone outside the U.S.? Yes! <laughs> Where to? Canada. <laughs> Besides Canada. Um, no. N yeah, we've been to New Jersey. <laughs> we once played Pretoria, but that that was quickly shut down. Where's that at? Uh, Quahog, Connecticut. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. <laughs> no, we're, uh, we're, doing, we're going to Mexico. Uh, we're going to Tijuana and then Monterey and, and a couple other places. Uh, with total chaos, and then uh, we're doing the the British Invasion Festival in Blackpool. So, and then there might be a European tour after that. Maybe not. We don't know. We're trying. So, what's one of your favorite songs by the Ghouls? Uh, I don't know. I don't even like what we play. No. <laughs> Why not? I, I do. Yes, he does. Um, hmm. I don't know. Eric, I like, what's I like your favorite you have you have an I don't know song. I, I didn't know about that one. I like what's Eric's probably song? probably the newer the song. I, I I think I like the the newest songs the most. Just like because I think everything we write just keeps getting better and better. So like probably the newer this my my list of favorite songs probably goes from newest to oldest. So what what would be your first pick <laughs> at the favorite song? I don't know. I guess I guess Jacqueline Hyde and No Fear are up there. And then uh, we also have a couple new songs that we're playing on this tour, Monsters Within and One Way Out. So is that why you played it first? <laughs> yeah, Jekyll's a strong opener. When I, when I don't fuck up the solo like I did tonight, but that's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I blame uh, sobriety for that one. Uh, no, no. 
I, uh, <laughs> I like standalone because, like, I don't know. I wrote that song in like ten minutes, but like, I don't know everything. Everything I wrote in there was like it was like a point in my life where like I was just really didn't know what to do with myself. Like I was getting out of school and I didn't know whether I wanted to be in a band for forever or go be you know a dumb nine to five job. So like I don't know. Just kind of hopefully it helps somebody else make some sort of decision. How long have you been in the band? Me. Uh, since its inception about six years ago. Six years ago? So 2000 or 2001? Around 2000, 2001. I can't, I don't really remember when our first show was. I have the flyer at home, but there's no year on there, so I'm not really sure. How about the rest of the band members? Are they new or are they the same original lineup or what? Uh, I've been around for about three or so years now. And then um, Zach's been around a good two years. Eric, we picked up last year. and. Uh, that's what they call me the rookie. I don't fuck these guys. <laughs> He's obviously proud of that title, but we yeah, this is a, this is the strongest lineup we've ever had, and uh, it's not it's not changing again. Uh, this is it. So how do you feel being the newest member of the band? Like a uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, it's, it's fucking great. Like I don't I don't know, man. It's just I'm in the band. I'm happy. It's like that's all I want. How'd you find the band? Oh, uh, they found me. My old band used to play some shows with them, and their drummer bailed, apparently, and I got an email from Zach telling me to give him a call, so I gave him a call, and a year later, I'm kicking it here. That's cool. Well, let's take a listen to some of the songs. My favorite's Jekyll and Hyde, and uh, I don't know what it is, it just has a really good vibe to it. <laughs> so we'll play that one, and then we'll play your standalone. Okay. And we'll be back. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder.
welcome back. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack. And that was Stand Alone, and before that we had Jekyll and Hyde by the Ghouls. I heard you play a Ramones cover tonight. Why did you choose Bonzo Goes to, Bit- Goes to Bitsburg rather than like one of the darker ones like uh, Pet Cemetery or some of the other ones, you know? I think it is a pretty dark song. I mean, it's relevant at the very least. It's about, you know ridiculous politicians uh, in, in, the, in the case when they wrote it I guess it was about Reagan but I mean fucking come on who's more ridiculous right now than the fucking president of the United States I'll agree to that <laughs> yeah basically like it says er- everything about life you just gotta fucking like read the fucking lyrics and like understand like it's really fucking ridiculous like it's a wake up it really like, is. Like that, that part in the end, like if there's one thing that makes me sick, it's when someone tries to hide behind politics. Like that's that's just, that's that's exactly what George Bush does, and and a lot of other dumb people in Congress and the Senate all the time. I mean, you know, somebody else's agenda, you know, their agenda being implemented through, you know, the the U.S. government. Like it's and it's not everybody else's agenda. It's their agenda, and it sucks. You wanted to say something. <laughs> No, I just think it's a, it's a, also just a really good Ramon song, and uh, and if you know if you don't know it, you just probably weren't meant to. <laughs> it's a fucking fun song. It's a fun song to play. It, it's awesome. It's a fucking awesome song. It's a lot. It's 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 nice to have a little change of pace with a cover, though, like something a little more light-hearted, upbeat, like to play. You know, it gives us a nice like fucking charge up at the end of the set, like keep us going, keep the energy high. And it's interesting because I know a lot of people don't know aren't familiar with that song because it's like one of their not so popular hits I guess so it's just interesting that you guys played that tonight that was the that's only... one of the best things about covering it though you know what I mean you don't want to cover a hit it was like the only thing like we wanted to cover the Ramones and I think it was really the only song we could all like agree on that we all liked a lot enough to cover and, like... do you cover any other bands yeah we do uh, Safe European Home by The Clash we did that on uh, the last tour we did with Abrasive Wheels we'll probably pull it out a few times on this one also do you guys have any particular theme to your songs? Yeah, it's always really fast, and uh, lyrics are usually, I guess, mostly about either a, either a good, a good horror movie or uh, just you know being pissed off and you know real life, you know. As far as the lyrics go, I mean, I write a lot of the stuff, and Zach writes and started writing some stuff too, which is really good because it gives it another kind of mix, somebody else's point of view in the in the music, and. I mean, as far as when I write, it's usually like I try not to write about a lot of, a lot, a lot of real exact political stuff because A, it's been done, and B, I may not be educated enough to write about it. So I write about social stuff, stuff that I just see that ticks me off, and stuff that I'm dealing with in my life. You know, for me, it's kind of like a therapy sort of thing. You know, it gets it out. And, um, and then also because I watch and own way, way too many horror movies, that creeps in there too. But lately, some of the stuff's been getting a little more political. I can't, I mean, you can't ignore shit like that forever. and it, it eventually just seeps out there. It's all over the place now. How do you keep from, like, losing your voice screaming all the time? <clears throat> um, a lot of tea. Practice. Yeah. No, you should hear him. If you wake up early in the morning in the <laughs> hotel room, he'll be in the shower singing along. <laughs> Stand alone! <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, just touring a lot makes your voice stronger. And we, we try to practice three times a week, sometimes four, sometimes two. But we try to practice a lot. And your voice is a muscle, so the more you work it like any other muscle, the more resilient it's going to be. Um, 
And also, I don't really drink a lot on tour. Like, I'll get wasted maybe once a week, and then I just try to stay away from alcohol because it just really dries your voice out. And Fuck that. <laughs> That's where the rest of us pick up his slack. He does it for you guys, huh? <laughs> he does it for you guys so you, get, so you guys get more alcohol. Totally. I'm a, I'm a real team player when it comes to that. It's good to have a designated driver anyway. <laughs> Going back to politics and whatever, do you, would you rather have Kerry as president? Fuck no, no. See, like, I think it's fucking pathetic when fucking you're trying to elect a fucking president and you have to pick a lesser evil, like, even if, like, you would go back to fucking, like, the good old days, like, fucking... Bottom line is, like, they used to try to make the best man for the job. But, like, fuck that. Like, no, we're in for shit. We're in for shit. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's like, if you pick Carrie, that's, like, a total idiot that says stuff that, like, you can't even say the kind of stuff he says. And you get Bush that says sort of more interesting along the lines of that stuff. But <laughs> The thing that I found really interesting when Carrie ran for president was... So you got this guy, and his big one of his big points going against Bush is he, uh, he has combat experience. He was in Vietnam, right? So he starts running these ads, oh, I've been in Vietnam, and you know, Bush went AWOL when he was in the reserves. Okay, not that I like George Bush anymore, but, and all these guys who were in his unit, who are scattered across the country, don't like this guy enough to like come to, they, they hate this guy enough to come together and throw these videos up that are like, yeah, this guy's a total fucking asshole. Like, sure, he was in Vietnam and he was a bitch and like and nobody fucking liked him and he wasn't really in combat and he was a jerk. So if those guys who lived with him for like a year, I guess, or however long he was out there didn't like him, I, I can't see why I should feel any different. The most amusing statement I heard from Kerry when he was running was uh, he said that if he were president, he would have found bin Laden rather than Saddam Hussein first. I'm like, how in the world can you say such a thing, you know? It doesn't matter. Like that, it's so irrelevant from what, like what's going on. It's like, yeah, there's no reason why we should even be over there. And like I said it like how many fucking years ago? Like it sucks. There's no way out. And That's like, a good way to describe it. If like a president can get the troops out, get them the fuck out. You know, no right. Enough of the politics stuff. Let's listen to another song. Let's listen to uh, hmm. What? Suicide Club. Why do you want to listen to Suicide Club? Because that song's fucking. It's, it's one of my favorites. Actually, what is it about? Oh, I gotta talk to this guy. Great movie. Yeah, a really, really good movie. Japanese, Japanese horror. horror movie. Is that the title of the movie? Yes. Yep. And you should go check it out if you haven't. It's awesome. I've never seen it, but I heard it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's what I heard. Is it anything like Ron or anything like that? I don't know. I've never seen it. Sorry? There's a movie called Ron, and it's pretty graphic <laughs> I haven't seen that but Suicide Club's a good flick <laughs> it's funny because a lot of the Japanese movies are they're either really really cartoonish or they're really really violent in a dark way or something like that I don't know well anyways let's listen to that song the song is called Suicide Club by the Ghouls and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me Jack and we're at the House of Blues in Anaheim at Disneyland Disneyland <laughs>
Hey, welcome back. That was Suicide Club by The Ghouls, and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack. And uh, enough with the music questions. I bet you guys get a lot of questions about like how you guys keep your hair up and all that nonsense. Do you ever get annoyed when people ask you those questions? Um, <clears throat> we just tell them hairspray and a blow dryer. It's the, tr- it's the truth, and it's the shortest answer. Sometimes I can be alright, but sometimes I just don't want to fucking hear it. Like, this morning, some random ass guy comes up to me out of nowhere, hey, how do, you, how do you get your hair like that? And like, this is the point sometimes, I don't even care about answering, it's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> it's my, it's fucking old. You hear it like 10 times a day, so like, you know, uh, you know, after a while, it's just like, you know, whatever, like, you know, it's like, sometimes you acknowledge the person, sometimes you don't, just keep walking, it's like, I, I don't want to waste my time with you, I don't know you, I don't care about you. Like, like if a kid comes up to me to show, he wants to know how I do my hair, sure, I'll, you know, I'll tell him That's whatever. Different. Yeah, but I mean, if some random asshole on the street comes up, you know, oh, how do you get your hair like that? The fuck am I going to even care about, uh, you know? It's like, who cares, dude? It's, it's fucking hair. <laughs> I find some of them bizarre. Like, I was at Fry's the other day, and there's this creepy guy standing in the return line, and he goes, how do you keep your hair like that? And he just keeps bothering me with the, oh, like, how do you sleep at night, and blah, blah. I'm like... Go away. How long are you going to be touring? With the Exploited? Yep. Like three and a half weeks, I think it is. Somewhere around there. And you guys driving the whole time or flying or what? Yeah, no, they fly us into every show, you know, I mean. <laughs> By helicopter? Yeah, yeah, they, well, they get the pad outside. No, yeah, we drive. Uh, we have the, the van. It's a van. <laughs> it's a van. It is a van. It's a van. Uh, it's a van. Ask anyone in the van, I'll And to be technical. Technical Zach does most of the driving. Do you guys pay for all the gas, or does uh, somebody else pay for the gas? No, we pay for it. I mean, but we get paid every night, and then Use we the money make all shows and merch. You know, yeah, to pay for the gas, gas and food. Do you guys have any jobs or anything like that? Yeah, we all have odd jobs. I mean, I work like um, I work for uh, I work for some uh, office. I'm like a yeah law office, right? <laughs> No, I work for an office as like a pencil pusher, basically. It's just something to do. Do you make enough to like cover the gas cost and the cost of touring and stuff like that? What, you mean on tour? Yep. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, we're, certain, we're, certainly not uh, <clears throat> we're certainly not going home and, you know, buying new cars or like, fuck, new clothes. Yeah, <laughs> anything. If you, kids, if you want to uh, make a lot of money, don't be in a punk rock band. That's what a lot of bands say. It's the truth. Touring's expensive, gas is expensive, food's not cheap. So what keeps you going? Like, what makes it so these things are just minor things? Uh, Beer and marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) It's the fucking shows. Like, the kids, just meeting new people, fucking kicking it, you know? <laughs> it's kind of it's it's addictive. Like once you start touring, you don't want to stop. Like I'm with four, five of my best friends, like for two months. Like where else would I fucking want to be at home in a nine to five? Fuck that. Yeah, it's it's just the best thing is just meeting new people every night and getting to you know how like party with a whole different crowd every night, stay somewhere new, you know, and then you're out in the morning and doing it again the next night every every day, and it's just like, what else do you want? What else could you want? What do your parents think about it? Uh, my parents are cool. I'm, I haven't, uh, what, I was, I've been touring since I, since I lived with them. I'm, I'm 20 now, but, um, I, uh, 
16. I, when I was, I guess one of my, yeah, I've been, yeah, in the band since I was 16, but um, I guess the first time we actually toured was a summer, but then uh, last year of high school, I, I actually uh, skipped out two weeks of school at the end of, after the Christmas break. Uh, I didn't come back for, for an extra two weeks because I was on the West Coast touring with the band, and uh, my parents were cool with that. I mean, they knew I wasn't going to college or anything. I pretty much had nothing else going for me. It was the only thing I was really dedicated to. And, uh, like, they understood that, and they, and they were cool. Uh, well, I'm a little older, so, I mean, I live on my own. Um, my parents are all right with it. I mean, I guess I think they probably wish I was <clears> – probably wish I was doing something – I don't know, more substantial. I, I don't know. I don't know how what you want to how you want to put it. But more productive. Yeah, that might be good. But <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this is productive. Like, like we built something and it's ours. So I, I feel like I'm making progress and it's productive. And it's not my life or it's not their life. It's mine. So you know, I'm doing it. Doing what you think is right. Yeah, I mean, do you know? Don't let anybody else tell you what to do. Like, do do what you think is right. It's, you know, because in the end, the only person you really can count on is yourself. That's good advice. How about yours? My parents, uh, they're not thrilled about it, but, like, I basically told them, like, look, this is what I do. This is what I'm going to do. Like, you can you can support me and be all right with it or go to hell. <laughs> basically, like, I told them, like, whatever they think isn't going to have a defining factor in what I do. Basically, like... I moved out when I was like 17, like right about turning 18, like got a job, fucking like a sweet job, hook up, like work over like 40, 50 hours a week. Like basically they know like I got my shit together, but like they'd probably rather me in college, but fuck college, you know, like. I agree. Just like, you got to make it. You can't just like give up and fucking just walk to the streets and become like just a dirty piece of shit that, like, just has no point, you know? Like, fuck it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Not really, no. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll end it with a song. Uh, no Fear. No Fear is uh, what everyone wants to hear. What's so special about No Fear? It's fucking solid. <laughs> it's an awesome song. We like it. That's good enough for me. Well, you've been listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and that was the ghouls at the dis at the Disneyland at the House of Blues in Disneyland and you can send me an email at punkrockdemo at yahoo.com and you can check out my website at www.punkrockdemo.com speaking of websites do you guys have a website? myspace.com slash the ghouls we have another website but it's basically not up right now so just find us on myspace sounds good so you can find the ghouls at myspace.com slash ghouls and you can find the ghouls so myspace.com slash the ghouls and you can find my website at punkrockdemo.com. And I'll see you all next week. Late reports reaching this newsroom tell of frightened people seeking refuge in churches, schools, and government buildings, demanding shelter and protection from the wholesale murder, which apparently is engulfing much of the nation.
for us, you're no risk for us, cause I can't make it It's my thing, this I can't take it For us, you're no risk for us, cause I can't make it We fucked up
the bar.